TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this and hi us, take it away. Welcome to TH Glee, the show where, I don't know if you've heard this, the show where we get high and we watch Glee. Is that what we do here? Yeah, oh. evidently. I didn't know that. Oh. You, you know, rumor has it. Rumor has it that someone like you. Never mind, no friend. <sighs> Season three, episode six, Mash Off. And I love that the thumbnail for this episode is... Sugar Mata with her jaw agape after watching Santana smack Finn across the face. God damn, that was good. Oh, I felt it felt ooh, good. Ooh. It, it's, it was busting. It's the same <laughs> feeling you get when you watch Hermione punch the shit out of Draco. But like for the first time. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Oof. Oof. Yeah, what a wild episode. I didn't love it. No. I'll be honest. I didn't love it. Not as much as the last one. This girl is on fire. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, this it was it was it was mostly mediocre. Yeah, it started with Puck lusting after Adina Menzel, and then immediately went into them singing "Hot for Teacher" while she danced around in a tight mini skirt and an unbuttoned white shirt, like a porn. It, was it porn. genuinely looked like porn. It was porn. And then they like performed it in front of the Glee Club and like Mr. Zhu loved it. Wasn't Shelby like there? No. She was in the hallway. Oh. That's right. Like, that's right, that's right. Mr. Zhu was like, that was amazing. I can't believe you guys just did that for fun and like I didn't even give you an assignment or anything. And Rachel was like, um, Mr. Shu, don't you think the content of this <laughs> song is a little bad for like kids to be singing? And Which, Mr. like, she has a point. She did the same thing to Mr. Shu, yeah. and he hated it. And, like, he goes, well, it depends on what they did the song for, Puck. Why did you do it? And Puck's just like, we really like Van Halen. <laughs> but no, you did it because you're in love with fucking Shelby or whatever. Although, is. we have to say, for this to come out immediately after an episode where Finn is loudly complaining that he has absolutely no future anywhere, Finn is fucking... He's destroying a, the drums he's on a this song. Beast on the drums. Like I don't know why he doesn't think he can't be a professional drummer. Yeah, why not like start a band or something? Yeah, or like, like you can sing and play the drums. Or like look for auditions for drummers at things. Like he he's a very gifted drummer. He's very. That's probably good. his biggest talent. And everyone is just saying you have nothing to live for, basically, and he's. He's like really good at drumming. He's a very good drummer. He should have done that. He should have like gone to school for the drums. 
Is that a thing you can... I guess it is. Yeah, Ben Foltz went to college for drums. Really? He dropped out after one semester, though. <laughs> Fun. I bet he could get in, though. He's a very good drummer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very good. Um, yeah, so... They sang Hot for Teacher, and then it cuts then to um, Mr. Shu eating a cookie. <sighs> he's always eating cookies. In the teacher's lounge. And Shelby comes in, and they're talking, and Mr. Shoes, like, starts reminiscing about doing mashups. He's like, yeah, we would normally do mashups, but the kids are all split up. And it's like, only four of your 12 kids left. And also, it's <laughs> your fault they left. Like, if you had been nicer to Mercedes, maybe you'd still have her. Yeah, if he would have, like, actually treated these girls like they were worth anything whatsoever, then they wouldn't have left. Yeah. So it's not difficult. It's your fault, Mr. Shu. But then they get the idea to do a mash off. And so they they call the troll tones in new directions into the auditorium and they're like, Why are we here? Why are you here? Me, 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 And then Mr. Shu walks in playing guitar and <laughs> Shelby comes in and they sing You and I mashed up with You and I. <laughs> It's so forgettable. Like, I always forget that they do this. It's just a, another waste of a Gaga song. It's it's probably the biggest waste of a Gaga song across, like, all of the show, I would say. Yeah. it Like, that's such a, a great song. That's such a powerhouse of a song. Yeah. And they wasted it on Adina Menzel, who can't sing it. It... Like, Adina Menzel is, like, a very good singer, and she often sounds great on Glee. She did not sound good in this. No. It was, like, not very flattering. And, of course, Mr. Shoe sucked. So, like, what... And, like, we didn't even know what the other You and I song was. No, I had to... It took a lot of Googling, because it kept coming up with One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a One Direction song. It's, like, a, a 1982 song. Yeah. But they're like, we're going to do mash-offs. Figure it out. Do um, each each group is gonna do a mashup and it's gonna be a competition. Yes. And it's like replacing the boys versus girls this year. Yeah, and so Finn has the idea to do hollow notes because everyone else keeps naming bands and Finn just knows that they're all broken up bands. Yeah. And he's like, We should do somebody that's still together. And I think the new kid should have the solo. And it's like a very pointed moment. Yeah. Like 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 the edit wants us to know that this move from Finn was really about belittling Blaine. Yes. <laughs> like, it's it's very clear in the camera work that this is supposed to be about Finn glossing over Blaine and instead giving reason. it to Rory Irish. Why does he hate Blaine? He, I don't know. <laughs> Blaine is so I, nice. I know how this arc resolves, and I still don't know. <laughs> like, it's... It's so dumb. And Finn, Finn, again, in this episode, the only two people he picks fight with, queer people. Yeah, because he's also fighting with Santana. Yeah. Pretty aggressively, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they started fighting. I think Finn, I think it started with Finn just being like, well, cause hey, he, Rory, want to see something cool? And he just, like, picks on Santana and she no, fights back. No, because Santana calls him a whale at one point. And Rory was like, I really want to say something. Oh, that's but right. She says that. Um, when, right before addressing yeah. you and I. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Slash you and I. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, so then Finn and Rory go to pick on her together. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you cannot 
out like like insult me like you can't out bitch me and then finn's like well dodgeball we're gonna play dodgeball (laughs) and And dodgeball was in like all the promotional materials for this season this is the one and only time you will ever see them play dodgeball on glee great cool so they play dodgeball. Also, meanwhile... <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, in between all of this, Sue is running, like, smear ads against Bert for some Yeah, reason. that, like, say he's part baboon because he had a heart attack. Yeah. And he has a baboon heart now? And he's married to a donkey? Like, I don't know. So that's happening in between all this. It, it, it sounds unimportant. It becomes important later because whatever. <laughs> Plot. So... They, ha- they play dodgeball, they sing a song, they play uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, slash... One way or another. One way or another. Pretty good mashup. Yeah, it's it's very decent. Um, Trouble Tones wins dodgeball. Santana hits Finn in the face with a dodgeball. Good foreshadowing, honestly. <laughs> um, and then... They, like, all pelt Rory with dodgeballs. Yeah. Just, like, for fun. It's and, kind of weird. And Kurt gets, like... I guess this is supposed to be supposed to be the catalyst for Kurt being against dodgeball because Rory yeah. was bleeding or something. Yeah. I I don't know. So they pelt him with the dodgeballs. Dodgeball's over. Rory and <laughs> Finn are in the hallway later. And Santa Tana comes up and says that she's apologizing to Finn, but she keeps insulting him at the same time. And Rory tries to chime in. And Santana tears him down. And then she walks away. And Finn... In the school hallway in front of everybody. He very loudly says, hey Santana, why don't you just come out already? Yeah. In front of everyone. And people hear him. People turn around and look like, what did I just hear? Yeah. (sighs) And he's literally screaming down the hallway, you're in love with Brittany, but you won't come out because you're too scared that she doesn't love you back or whatever. And it's like, just incredibly mean. Like, Santana was mean. This is heartbreakingly mean. Like, this... Uh, I I actually talked about this scene in the section of my paper that I wrote last night. Because it's just, like, a further... Like, what, what could have been a net win for queer representation in, like, Santana is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. The show was like, okay, instead of giving this queer woman of color agency over her narrative we're gonna have this straight white male jock finn force her to come out and then we're gonna paint him like the hero for doing it meanwhile every single person watching at home is horrified yeah because it is it's brutal and it's like very cruel and finn doesn't even seem to realize what the problem is which is just like more offensive yeah because like it's it's an objectively unacceptable thing that he just did. Yeah. Like, like he should be suspended from school for doing this. It's, it's like, bad. It's, it's almost as bad as what Perofsky did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a different sort of bullying, but it is exactly on the level. Like, yeah. psychiatrically. It's, like, psychologically <laughs> damaging. Exactly. Like, it is, it is bad. Yeah. So, Santana, like... Rightfully so, freaks out, and then they go and do the mash off part one. For some reason, they're on like separate days. 
Um, there's so many steps to this competition, and I didn't care for it. First, they have to announce it. Then they have to do a like a rock paper scissors to see who goes first. And then the first group has to go. And then a few days later, the second group has to go. And it's just like, guys, can we speed it up? <laughs> this could all be done in a single day. Yeah, this could take thirty minutes max. Yeah. So Ninja Russians goes first because Finn wins rock paper scissors. They sing their Hall and Oates mashup. It's fine. It's not my favorite. It's cute. The it doesn't sound like it's a mashup. nothing special. No, it's not. It's not. It's not as good as the other one. But it's fine. They they do great. Also, Quinn is trying to join Trouble Tones because she's trying to get closer to Shelby because she wants her baby back. We'll talk about that. She wants her baby back. Baby back. Baby back. We'll talk about that in a minute. So, um, then we go to the school presidential debate. Class president debate. Yeah. Um, we cut very quickly, honestly, from Hall and Oates mashup to Sue in the gymnasium. It's kind of jarring. A lot of really hard cuts yeah. lately on Glee. So um, Rick the Stick goes first. He's a <laughs> hockey player. He's 47 years old. Yeah, he's a grown-ass man. Um, and then it's uh, Brittany who promises to go topless on Tuesdays. And then we have Kurt, who is wanting to get rid of Dodgeball because it's barbaric. He's anti-bullying. He's anti-bullying. Even though he's being very rude with the whole obesity thing. But whatever. It was it was 2011. <laughs> I mean, it's not good, but it was, it was very 2011 to make obesity your big cause. Yeah. And then Rachel stands up there. And also, this is after Rachel and Kurt had like a weird conversation where Kurt was like, Kurt didn't like, say anything to her. Yeah, Rachel was like, I want us to be friends again. And he was like, you should have thought about that before you decided to run for class president or whatever. And he, like, called her a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, fair. She is. <laughs> but does he know that? But Rachel gets up there, and she drops out of the campaign and tells everyone to vote for Kurt. Um, so they're all friends again. They hug. It's great. And then we cut to Sue's office. Yeah. And this is where it goes off the rails. Yeah. So Sue's smear campaign has inspired another Congress person running for Congress. It's the sauce guy, the like pizza guy. Yeah. To start a smear campaign against Sue by, because he over, his daughter overheard Finn and Santana having a conversation. It was just Finn shouting in the hallway and it's decided to use Santana's being a lesbian against Sue for some reason. Yeah, they're like, Sue says that she shares your values, but she promoted a lesbian to be her head cheerleader because this was back when being openly anti-gay in your ads was, like, very okay. normal. <laughs> yeah. And so they're running a smear campaign against Sue using Santana. And Santana's like, what the f- I haven't told my parents. I haven't told anyone. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And is like freaking out. Mr. Shu says he has a counselor that she can call. Where was this energy for Kurt when he was- when his life was being threatened? Or for Quinn at any moment. Literally, literally for Quinn right now. Yeah. Why does he have a counselor on standby? Just for like, okay, obviously it's very bad. Yes. She was forced out of the closet. Yes. This is very bad. Yes. Is that not still on the same level as what all of the other mentally ill students at this school are dealing with? Oh my god. 
Kurt, if Kurt was there, he would have been like, there's a counselor? You have a counselor? You had you had a counselor I could call it this whole time? And it's not just Emma? Like, right, who has zero experience in anything? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, ugh, anyway. Then there's one last scene, and it's a doozy. Yeah, so Santana's crying. She runs out of the office. Everyone, like, I'm surprised they took this angle with Sue where she actually feels bad. And she, like, wants to make it okay with Santana. Yeah. I have a feeling... At, I, I'm scared at some point that she's going to get fired from the Cheerios now for being, like, outed, but I, I hope it doesn't happen. I don't know. Well, Sue would be the one to do that, so I guess well, I just, if she does it, it's for, her like, her campaign. I never know which way she's going to go. You know? Well, historically, and granted, I don't, I think I remember what happens, um, but historically, like, think of how, like, Sue was with, like, Kurt when he was going through his stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, she, like, resigned the principalship in protest when Karofsky was allowed back to school. That's true. I just, I worry about later season Sue, you know? Yeah. I think season three, which, you know, is a little more grounded. It's the writer's fault. Exactly. But, um, so we get to the last scene, which is Santana... And the Trouble Tones are doing their mashup of um, Rumor Has It and Someone Like You. Right? Yes. Yeah. I get my Adele songs confused. <laughs> um, and it's very good. It's, it's extremely good. And then it ends. And Finn leans over to Rachel and whispers something. And Santana sees it. And it says, and basically says, what the fuck did you just say to her? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was just saying that you were really good. And Rachel's like, I swear, that's what he said. And she's like, it's, she basically goes off on him, rightfully so. Yeah. And then she slaps the shit out of him. Well, first off, he's like, she's like, hey, you outed me. And he's like, everyone already knew. He's He's like, like, everyone already knew. He he doesn't see that it was a problem that he did this. He thinks it's like, okay. And she's like, no, you absolute homunculus idiot. Literally Everybody knows now, yeah. and it's directly due to your actions. All of China knows. Now, like, now all of China knows you're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's fully your fault, and I would like you to have some sense of morality about this, but apparently you're just a dumb idiot. Yeah. So. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, great ending, guys. I think the only other thing that really happened was that, like, Mercedes is, like, president of the Trouble Tones now. Yeah. Okay, so we do, have not talked about Puck and Shelby's weird relationship. Oh, God. Which is, like, the C plot. So, Puck... It's so stupid. So the reason the episode starts with Hopper Teachers is because Puck is in love with Shelby, and he's trying to get together with Shelby. He is 18, he says, so it's okay. But Shelby's like, no, this is not okay, because I am a full-ass adult. And she works at his school. Yeah, and it's just, like, ethically wrong. And so, like, at one point, he goes to her house. And he's the, she's the adoptive mother of his baby. Yeah. With another woman. He goes to her house, and he's, like, helping her with a crib or the baby or whatever. And at one point, he's like, I have to come clean. Quinn hid a bunch of shit around your house and is trying to, like, make you a bad mom. So CPS will take Beth away and give her back to her. Which, again, is not how it would work. Yeah. <laughs> she would go to foster care. Yeah. And also, um, Rachel at one point asked Shelby for a letter of recommendation for college, 
Mm. And she's like, you know, when I gave you up, which I hate it. It makes me so irrationally angry because well, I don't and then care. Quinn says the same thing like, to Shelby later. She's like, when you gave your baby up for money, it's like she had a contract. She literally would not have been pregnant in the first place no. if she hadn't already signed this contract. It's so, it, oh, it drives me crazy. It's insane. So... Quinn is still trying to join the Trouble Tones, and Quinn comes in towards the end of the episode and is like, I want to join the Trouble Tones, and Shelby's like, absolutely not. I heard about what you did. I heard about what you did. I don't know why my voice did that. I heard about what you did. Um, Puck told me, and we're low-key banging, but don't tell anyone that. They're not banging yet. Yet. <laughs> Shelby's trying to resist him, but... She... She... She's a bad job. She's not doing a good job of rebuffing his advances. No. She, and it, it was like three quarters of the way through this episode where I just was like, oh, she needs help too. Her yeah. and Quinn have this in common. They both, these are cries for help from this, no, from these women. Yeah, because Quinn basically like says that Shelby shouldn't have the baby because the baby's hers. And Shelby's like, are you literally insane? Like, they're not... CPS is not going to give the baby back to you. And you need to get... She basically tells Quinn to get help. Which, at some point, I would love anyone to offer help to Quinn instead of just, like, telling her off all the time. Because she's clearly having a bad time. She... God. It's so frustrating. Justice for Quinn. She... She just needs help. And Shelby also needs help. Shelby, I think... Should speak to a therapist. They all need therapy about her urge to sleep with this boy who fathered her adopted daughter. Creepy. It's it's weird. Um, everybody needs a therapist. Absolutely everyone on this show. Yeah, it's. Uh, it drives me insane. I can't think of a single single character on the show that wouldn't benefit from a therapist. <laughs> me either. Seems to be fine. Yeah. Although she faked that stutter for a long time. Yeah, but she knew why she was doing it. That's true. I would say Mike was fine until his dad disowned him. Yeah. Everybody gotta have trauma on this show. Yeah. And also, I guess Mike needed a backstory. <laughs> so, yeah. like, hey, we realized that it was rude that we named... This character, Tina Cohen Chang, and then later when we brought you on, we just named you Mike Chang. We realized that that was lazy and racist of us, so as a consolation, have you can it. have a little story as a treat. As a treat. <laughs> you can have a little backstory. You can have parents as a treat. Yeah. You can have a disappointed father as a treat. Oh my god. Uh, what was your favorite song? I mean, duh. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's only one option. Yeah. When this song is in the mix. Yeah. Because it was like, what? Hot for teacher, not in a million years. Gag. Uh, Gagatrandra. Gagatrandra. Uh, the Hollow Notes mashup, which is fine. It was fine. It was the, the Hit Me With Your Best Shot, one way or another. Good. Good. You, you and, and I, I. What the fuck? Trash. Who? Garbage. I don't know her. And then Rumor has someone like you, which is like an all-time classic. It's the, like, number one clip that I saw on the internet after Naya Rivera died. Oh, like, yeah. it, it was fucking everywhere. And I know why. It's because she's so amazing in it. Yeah. And then, I mean, the scene at the end is amazing, too, when she freaks out and rightfully <laughs> lashes out by slapping Finn. Slaps the shit <laughs> This out is of the him. most 
Uh, in the right slapping, I think we've ever seen on Glee. Yes. <laughs> like, Quinn slapped Rachel for literally no reason, except I guess that it was hot. But, <laughs> and then, like, uh, who else has slapped people? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like Will's gone to slap for somebody. Probably. But he probably probably maybe by Emma? I don't know. Oh, oh, by the, by Molly Shannon. Didn't she slap him? Oh, maybe. Or was she, like, into it? I don't remember. Remember when Molly Shannon was on two episodes of Glee? No. Honestly, I don't. It's I don't coming, remember it's her character's name. She was a teacher. Yeah. And she she was like, and I like pills. It's like, oh, so you're, like, a character from a shitty Disney movie? Why was she just You're, like, a character from Meet the Robinsons? Why was she just her character from Will and Grace? I don't know. Maybe Ryan Murphy likes Will and Grace. He probably does. He probably does. It's a it good is, show. He's gay. Anyway, yeah, rumor has it someone like you, obviously. Obviously. And Santana. This was this very satisfying slap. Like, you were like hype. It was great. It had the, the best. Psh, it had a great sound to it. And th- she was furious and you felt it and you wanted to slap him too and it was like cathartic because she got to do it yeah because finn's the fucking worst he's he's really mean and he's always picking fights with queer people Uh, why does he hate queer people so much he's fucking scared of his own masculinity (laughs) even the bullies on this show get over it eventually but Finn just keeps on crusading against these young gay kids oh God. <laughs> it's so weird he should join pizza man's campaign he should he should be pizza man's like mascot or like professional like drummer at his events <laughs> he, can, remember, he can do the drum rolls for the pizza guy to come on stage remember when Bert got mad at Will for being his campaign manager <laughs> we both we both just were like like, I forgot that that was a thing that happened. Because it is it is the exact opposite of a smart choice. Yeah. It's the worst choice. Mr. Shoe's, like, complaining that Mr. <laughs> Bert's complaining that Mr. Shoe is letting him down. And it's like, what were you expecting? You hired your kid's glee club teacher to be your campaign manager for the House of Representatives. <laughs> and he has no background in politics. And also, he's really dumb, and he didn't offer a counselor to your son. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. It's arguably Will's fault that Kurt had to transfer schools at all. Yeah. It's everyone's fault. So. Will Schuster, you you burn. You suck. (laughs) Get a life. Although, if that's the case, then that would mean that he's also the reason that Kurt and Blaine are together, so. Oh. I don't love that. <laughs> you don't like that road <laughs> that we're going down. No. Well, it should have been a good episode. Right? Meh. 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 <laughs> meh. Ryan Murphy, you get a meh. Yeah. It was very that. I think we had something else we wanted to talk about, but I don't remember. I feel like we said all the things that we did want to say, because like we talked about like Finn and how he should be a drummer instead. He should be a drummer instead. Alright, thank you everyone for listening. Future us, take it away. <laughs> Cut that in. <laughs>
When you grow up in a chair. <laughs> when you spend your life in a chair. <laughs> so true, bestie. Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLisi. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and Trailer Trash, or follow me on Twitter at Style. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god.